following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Eat Sleep List, your home for list making here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Dan Torres. I am so happy to be joined this week uh, by my good friend in studio. Uh, This is a little bittersweet because this is the last time I'm going to see him for a hot minute um, on a weekly basis. Um, but Mr. Matt Johnson is here as my co-host once again. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, pal? Uh, you know, same old, different day. It's good. Great to see you. We we both had kind of packed weekends that were all fun overall. Very good say. weekends. Very good weekends. Um, do want to apologize to the listeners and to Andrew. Well, of course, you too, Dan. That I wasn't able to make it last week. Um, work flexed my schedule around at the last... <sighs> At the last minute, I didn't find out to like Sunday night. And Always I was getting fun. switched. Um, honestly, in hindsight, it's probably good because if I didn't do it last week, it might be me this week for our last episode, and and possibly unable to record. Um, you know what I mean, or at least record in studio. So, uh, trying to find see the light on the other side of everything, and uh, you know, so I'm I'm glad we get to do this uh, one final time at. For at least the meantime, yeah. um, I do want to tell the listeners, you know, I, I don't know when. There's a small chance that I may never again, but um, but I do not know when I will return. This is uh, this is a wrap for me for Eat Sleep List. Um, Dan is is gonna you know Dan is gonna share uh, this this seat this show with uh, with Brian Finch mm-hmm. uh, going forward for the foreseeable future, and whenever I do decide to return. Um, I shall return, but it could be a month. It could be several months. It could be a year. I don't know yet. Uh, a lot of unpredictable stuff happening in my life going forward. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So we're gonna do this. Dan came up with a wonderful list today. He was like, "Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Dan, keep it simple." I know. I over. I was overthinking <laughs> it too much. It was one of those things that it's like. Overthink, overthink. It's got to be perfect. Overthink, and then in the end, it just turned out being something simple. But it's so reflective of our personalities too that it yes. makes sense for us to do this. And right. I don't know if I've ever done anything like I've done. We've done songs. We've done you know maybe music. You know certain side of music genres or something. An album. But we've never done one like this, which is really cool because concerts are a weird like a it's it's a weird thing for me. I hate going to concerts, mm-hmm. but that made this list so good because these were ten. I don't, I'm sorry to to, to, to blow the spot, Dude, but you're not. Um, you're not. But these were ten musical acts that I would actually 
go to see, that I would actually put in the effort to see. It made me think, okay, okay, who's worth it, and who have I seen? Um, you know, that's another thing, too, because I, I, I haven't been to too many concerts. I think the most recent one I did was Backstreet Boys last the previous summer. I'm mad I missed that one. Oh, it's on the fourth, was it on the 4th of July? No, it wasn't on the 4th of July, but it was the day of a 4th of July party that we were doing. Um, yeah, I've seen Nickelback, Three Doors Down, Sticks, uh, a couple... Uh, there was a couple summers where I was going to concerts, Eddie Money, stuff like that. So oh, rest in peace, Eddie Money. Yes, sir. He was he was great. Same at the casino. Um, when I was like oh, really? preteen, maybe I was a teenager. But my friend had a funny story about him because he did his musical or something like that, and oh, yeah? uh, he was in this. He was doing some kind of tech or interning from it. I can't remember. And he said. Uh, he, he like walked in the stairway, and Eddie Money had like hot boxed it with his crew, and <laughs> he got a contact no just from walking in the stairway. That's really cool, actually. It's it's kind of hilarious. It's like okay, so he was he was exactly who you would imagine he would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but these are I, I kind of had I had a similar but opposite problem too because. There's a point in my life, not so much anymore because, like, you know, financially sometimes you can't do it and things like that, where any, like, major show that was coming, I would make an effort to try and go to and just, like, yes. try to see anybody that I could, especially, like, top people. I would travel for certain artists. Um, I went to Bonnaroo twice, and that added so much, and so many bands on uh my list of people I've seen because you're just, they're all in one place and so you're just much, walking yeah. from one stage to another and doing that. So I really had to dig deep and be like, who haven't I seen that's like a big influence or something in my life that was really meaningful that I, I would have to pull myself to be like, oh yeah, I have to go see them. This is a bucket list one. This is, and some of these I feel like are surprising. Like I should have gone and seen these people already. But some I'm never going to have the chance to see, and it absolutely kills me for one reason or another. Yeah, quite a few on my list are are like that, um, you know, for various reasons. We'll get into it, obviously. Some I still could, um, but I, I'm not well-tuned in, you know, the concert stuff. Like my wife told me today that some, uh, I forgot who it is, but they're coming on her birthday. I'm like, one, who is that? Two, how'd you find out already? <laughs> like, it's great. Like, I'm not in tune at all. I have no clue. Um, so maybe there's a chance. I've just, I've had one too many bad experiences like at at concerts. That's that's kind of been the turnoff. But I'm getting a little bit better where I'm you know willing to try again. And that's so that's why like some of these I, I if they ever came to town, some of them might come and you know do smaller shows at this point. But um, but yeah, really really uh, excited to kind of discuss this one. Me this too. Is, uh, this is a nice uh, kind of stepping outside the not comfort zone. But um, it was a nice thinker one to close up uh, this run. For sure. And, uh, yeah, it's so funny how different some environments are. I've been in some of the best concert environments before at the same venues that I've been at the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. Darien Lake being both of those. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> that, Darien Lake is interesting. Immediately can flip-flop. You could either have the best night or just the absolute worst night because people around you are douchebags and just terrible. Whereas, like, when I, both times I went down to Bonnaroo, you could take a nap, like, in the middle of, like, the main stage, and, like, people would just walk around you. Oh, yeah. It'd be fine. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have so much discussion about this, so I feel like we should just dive in. Matt, are you ready? Let's make a list. So 
our list this week is a listception. It is our top 10 artists we would want to see live, and it's living or dead um, for these people. And also the list within the list is our top three songs that we would want to see them do. So without further ado, Matt, what is your number 10 for this week? All right, so my number 10 is a throwback. They have done tours recently, um, uh, but it never sounds as good when they're older. It kind of takes away from the magic. Uh, but my term, number ten would be uh, the Beach Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I love their sound. Like I, they they found a fun way to get this just Hawaiian or California, you know, beach. They like you hear their music and it feels like the '60s. It feels like that surfer, you know, like it's so cool. Like, I'm trying to paint a picture. Like every time I hear. Like a song of theirs, it, it it paints this picture of the old, you know, the old days, nineteen sixties mm-hmm. again, like Venice Beach, California, or just just one of those, you know, areas, and just you know the whole beach culture that I never really got into. Um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 really cool. Um, the three songs that I would absolutely adore to see, and Beach Boys have a lot of great hits. Um, I had a, a little bit of trouble uh, narrowing it down, but Surfing USA would have to be one because I think I'm not mistaken that was their big breakout one. They had a couple other good, you know, good original ones too. Uh, down to Kokomo, oh, or they, yeah. I think it's just called Kokomo. Uh, the reason why I love this song so much is because I was watching a Winnie the Pooh VHS, and they had a like before the movie started. It was a music video with the Muppets. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> I swear to God. I That randomly lives in my head rent-free uh, all too. the time. Matt, like, I didn't, I thought I dreamed this, like, that that it's was a so thing. so good, and I love it. It's got the nice red sky, like, the sunset. Oh it's God. just so, it's amazing. And I, again, I feel like I'm one wow. of the few who remember that. I can't believe, like, you were on that <laughs> yes. wavelength with me. That is so crazy. It's wild. It's weird. It's a good one. And then the other one, uh, Wouldn't It Be Nice, uh, which one. is a really nice one, too. I discovered that one in my freshman year of college, and i just obsessed with playing it over and over again. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a nice song. So the Beach Boys is uh, is one. Again, they've... It's, it's their beach grandpas now. Um, but if I could see them in their prime... Oh, God. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I, I think I've told you when we've talked about them in the past, but my dad is a huge Beach Boys fan. So yes. I grew up like listening to like all the CDs he had of them and stuff like that. So like all the hits, uh, I think I'd have to add um, Barbara Ann in there um, as one. And then uh, Surfer Girl is another one. I don't know if you've ever heard that one, but that one's a really good yes. one from them too. Let's see. California Girls, Surfer, Good Vibrations, uh, Fun Fun. I mean, the Fun Fun Fun. I used to go to like Durian Lake or Fantasy Island, and, and there's when they had the pools open, yeah, and they'd play that like that song, and mm-hmm. it's a little mix. Oh. Yeah, they're a good like summertime band to listen to. I had oh, they're so good. I even listened to the winter just to imagine the summer. I had so much fun doing this list today because I got to listen. Like th- I got to listen. I, I have Apple Music and I go and I go. Oh, Beach Boys Essentials, so and so Essentials. I just listen to all their songs, and it's like, man, it's it's so good. Yeah, you could probably hear me pulling up when I pulled up because I was just blasting some of the music <laughs> that I had on my list. <laughs> uh, 
Very good, Matt. That's Thank an you. excellent number 10. Thank you, buddy. Um, I'm kind of putting some of these lower, because, not because of my desire level to see them, but because I think I still have a chance to. That's fair. So, so I'm keeping them lower because, you know, I haven't yet, but they're on my list for like, oh, if they were ever to come around here close, I would go and do this in a heartbeat. Uh, this is one of them, and I still can't believe I've never seen them live. Um, it's Little Wayne is my number oh, 10. Oh, yeah. So my high school era and yours probably. So I was I was very big into hip-hop. I absolutely love most genres of music. Um, but when I heard rap, I just kind of fell in love with that genre and was able to the, – the way people can – storytell within some of those things I think is so fascinating and just hearing the different styles of like oh like you hear this and it's from this area and that I've I've listened to like artists I've never heard of before in my life and I'll listen to like half a song and be like are they from Atlanta <laughs> or like are they from like this area because each area has such a distinct sound yes, to it yes um but Lil Wayne had such a unique sound coming up and it was always he was always like the rapper in high school like around my friends like like that was the, this is the guy to be right now yes. and he held that torch for a while until um like Kendrick Lamar took it from him and like people like Travis Scott have taken it after that and Future and all those other people um but he's come to this area a million times and I've never I've never been able to go really? for one reason or another he's he's always been at like Darien or something like that and every time I've missed a show in fact I want to see so him so bad when I was little I used to lie to people that I've seen him before <laughs> because like I just wanted to have that rap like oh yeah I've seen him before in concert <laughs> um the three songs I would want to see him do live um got money just because that song was huge in high school that T-Pain hook was like from an era where like T-Pain was just doing everything and had a number one hit for every single song that was coming out. Um, Uproar, which came out more recently. That was off, I think, Carter 5 when he did that. Car- uh, yeah. Um, and they used, they were using it for NFL commercials for a while, too. So it was like cool to hear that on there. Uh, and then Six Foot, Seven Foot, which came out at, yeah. like halfway through my senior year. And me and my wife rap all the words to all the time. Really? Oh, that's oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> like she knew it before I even knew it. Um, so uh, that's what I have for or the three songs I would have from Wayne. But Lil Wayne is my number two. I like, uh, was it Amelie? I love Amelie. I think yeah. that's the first time I ever really discovered Lil Wayne. And that might be one of the first little, like I used to have one of those shitty MP3 players where you had a, like, Download the MP3 and then transfer it over, and I think that might have been the very first Little Wayne song that I ever like listened it's to. And so there was good. there was a couple that I, you know I got into because it was when I was in college. That's when I really my freshman year of college. That's when I first started to to notice him. And mm-hmm. so yeah, very very good and uh, very intelligent, very intelligent human being. He so. is super. He's way smarter than he like comes off as sometimes. Yes. He is way way smarter than people think he is. He, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but that is my number 10. We are on to our number nine. Okay. So my number nine, I'm going to go with the band that I have uh, referenced before on here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Killers uh, for this one. The, the songs that I have probably would like put this higher because I'm not super familiar. Like, I enjoy the Killers. I think they're really, really great for, like, you know, the era. But, like, their songs were, like, elite level. And I think they'd be very fun to kind of go to and listen to, in con- you know, in, in a concert. 
Um, I f- the Killers first got on my radar. I think I was in sixth or seventh grade, and it was the I think it was the When You Were Young song, and that's one of the ones I have on here. I love that. Um, then somebody told me, and then uh, Mr. Brightside, which is tremendous. I can listen to that over and over again. It's a really fun one. You hear play at sports sports venues sometimes. They people sing along to it. It's a lot of fun. I think that'd be really cool to be a part of. Um, you know, to oh, you know, Mister, you know, just hold, just go along with it. That's the energy like I want to feel when I'm in a in a concert crowd. Is that everybody's singing along together and not just yeah. Dirt, you know, like you know what I mean, like just just people being obnoxious. Like I want, I want that harmonious kind of like. Okay, we're all just kind of singing along to the song together. That's that's the kind of energy I want to be a part of. So, um, so the Killers uh, would be my number nine, and uh, yeah, they've had some some bangers. Uh, I haven't listened to too much of their newer stuff. I've I, I you know sampled it out, but when you those original songs that you know made you love, fall in love with them they stay etched in your mind forever and that's what I'm that's what I got here so I I can't remember if I've told you this or not before but if you have a chance to go see them go because yeah. they closed out Bonnaroo the second time I was there yeah and like just I I when I've gone, I've went with people who are veterans. They just go every single year and know all the like how to get closer to the stage and everything like that. So we were super close to the main stage, and they came out and just played one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. They came, their lead singer walked out on stage, and all of a sudden you heard the riff for Mr. Brightside, and you're like, we're starting with this? Like, this is the level we're starting at. And yeah. and then you were like, how are they going to lace everything else into it? And they did perfectly. Like, um, somebody told me it was great live. Um, when you were young, they laced in perfectly um, within their set. Uh, the, the one I was like, how are they going to transition to this was Human, if you've ever heard that song. Yes, yes. And they, it was, it was perfect placement. Everything about it was absolutely perfect. They are f- a fantastic band to see live. So yeah, bucket list for Hopefully sure. Someday. Hopefully someday. They'll come around again. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, they everybody kind of makes their way around here. For sure. Uh very, very good. I love that. Um my number nine is another band that's been around here um a lot, especially more recently, I feel like. Um, that I've also talked about. Breaking Benjamin is the name of the band. Yes. So Breaking Benjamin uh is a part of that like mid 2000s era like metal rock kind of th- where Linkin Park were big um Disturbed who just missed my list um they they, they were huge Avenged Sevenfold was like you know one of the bigger rock bands and Breaking Benjamin was kind of that similar sound um my first introduction uh to them was a lot of people's through the Smackdown versus Raw games yes um where like if they had uh polyamorous and uh firefly on love firefly. um yeah on smackdown versus raw and i found phobia um one of their albums at the library the one day after school and i rented it and it it immediately became one of my favorites um but they just have such a good sound and their music is really really good um i have a friend my shout out randy who has their symbol tattooed on his elbow right oh, yeah. here um they just they would be 
I feel like a really, really good show to see live with the energy they bring in their music. I can't see how that wouldn't translate. Um, but the three songs I would want to see from them, Firefly, which I already mentioned from uh, the SmackDown vs. Raw, Diary of Jane, which is one of their biggest songs that they've ever had, which is just a really, really awesome song. And then um, Hopeless from their Dear Agony album, which is a really, really good. Sometimes I just love like the heavier rock songs, and that's a good, heavy song. And they were, they were one of those bands, too, that you could edit a lot of. Uh, wrestling uh, wrestling videos too and stuff. Yes. So all the old backyard stuff I used to watch like on YouTube it, it, like featured Breaking Benjamin all the time. I feel I mean because they were in the video games it felt yeah. uh, it felt harmonious with it. That's why like Three Days Grace was one of those ones That's that we had. Recent so it was really funny. Um my friend Drew uh from the Oliver Street Express recently moved to Florida. Oh, yeah? So yeah, he he's so weird. He like quietly did it. He, we kind of knew he was planning it for a while, but then in our group chat the one day we were like, "Did you move?" He's like, "I came down here back. Uh, I came down here last week. I'm uh, coming back up in, for a week to grab my stuff, and then I'm going back." We were like, "What the hell? Like, how did you?" <laughs> so the week he was home, we did um, a UIW like watch party. Okay. And like did like a drinking game to it. And one of the rules to the drinking game was finish your drink every time a three day great three days grace song comes on <laughs> in the video. And like it didn't happen till like midway, but all of a sudden when it started, it was like Riot, that animal I've become. And like all these like different ones that like It's so two thousands. <laughs> so two thousands. So good. But yeah, definitely that kind of feel, but I think they'd be really, really good to see live break. Oh, for sure. That is. Uh, yeah, so that is my nine. We are on to number eight. All right, number eight. I'm going to go... Oh, this is getting tough already. I know. All right, I'm going to go with another one that was uh, pretty prominent in my middle school, high school years. I'm going to go with Linkin Park. Yeah. I'm going to put Linkin Park here. They They were... Another one, just their rock style was very definitive of the 2000s, late 90s, um, a little bit. I forgot which, I mean, they did the wonderful crossover with Jay-Z, which was like so good, still good, still very easy, you know, great to listen to, um, which is, I always like when rock and, and, and hip hop kind of collaborate. I think it's always really great. Me too. Um yeah, Lincoln Park was great for like I remember listening to it for wrestling practices and stuff. But um, unfortunately, right they've ever had a couple band members pass. Is that um, Chester Benning? Only Chester. That's only it. Chester okay, passed I believe. Okay, that's what it was. But he's a big deal. He's um, he was the biggest part of that band. I remember watching. I seen a live video of them uh, performing. And they did a tribute to it, and it was they were singing in the end, and I was like, I was in tears watching it. It was so, it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, the three songs that I would like to see and uh, sing out loud are in the end, uh, "Numb" and uh, "Bleed It Out," which I thought was an interesting. One, it was a little bit later on, like they had that initial bunch where it was like. Um, they had so there was hybrid theory that yes. had like crawling and um in the end on it meteora which had numb and then that album is minutes to midnight that they have bleeded out on yes that's and right. that's the one that had like what i've done yep. shadow of the day all those and i liked what i've done because it was on i think it was the transformers uh one of the main songs from one of the, tra- yes, the michael yeah. bay transformers movies mm-hmm. oh yeah paper cut breaking the habit yeah there's i mean they have a great 
great, great, uh, you know, discography. It's it's pretty amazing. There, Lincoln Park Essentials on Apple Podcasts is like thirty two songs, and I don't, I don't know if there's a bad one on there. Yeah, so. I, probably not. So yeah, um, that'd be cool. They, again, they just they were they were the be all end all. I had a neighbor across the street who used to burn CDs, and he would he would hook me up after I, after I discovered them with one of their newer stuff. He used to hook me up with their older stuff. Oh, those were the days, so, it wasn't it? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And what I love about the first two albums too is they're both like under forty minutes. Yeah, so it's like it, they're they're such an easy listen. You don't have to listen to like an hour and a half of an album to get through it. You could get through it in like. I used to get through, you know, both the first ones on a road trip and be like, okay, what do I listen to now? Because <laughs> this, this was so quick. Um, that's another one that I'm so happy I saw live when I did because they it was the last time they came to the Buffalo area. And I went to – and I was like, I don't know. I feel like they'll come back. I was like, but I've always wanted to see them, so I'm going to go to the show. And I'm so they, – they were – they lived up to everything you yeah. would think they would be. And to this day, I think Chester is still the hardest musician death I've ever taken. That that took me by such That's surprise a lot of when that happened. Surprise. Yeah, they their their albums were cool because they were another. You know, we were talking about the rock and rap thing. They did that their whole career, yes. and they they kept doing it with all these like no matter what generation it was they would like bring in guys that they were like oh we like this guy this is this is really cool they had the whole um reanimation album where they redid hybrid theory their first album and like made it like a hip-hop album like exclusively yeah they were they were unbelievable that's a really really good selection i have thank you yeah they were a very important part of the upbringing of of me so that's another like if you loved wrestling you loved lincoln park yeah yep yep absolutely (laughs) um very good i absolutely love that this band i missed last year when they came um because it was at Darien Lake, and I don't think they were headlining either. And I was like, I want to see the show that they headline. Um, it's The Offspring. I oh, absolutely yeah. freaking love The Offspring. They were, I got into them a little bit later, um, probably probably end of senior year, early college. I like really got into them. Um, but I just love their style of music. I, lo- I love their sound. I they've had so many songs that you know they you may not know their whole discography but those specific singles like just stick in your head over and over again and they're just living there and getting replayed. They have a lot of good hits. They have a lot of really really good ones. Um the three I would want to see are Gone Away um which is one of my favorite songs of all time. The Kids Aren't All Right which yep. has one Classic. of the most iconic guitar riffs ever within it. And um, You're Gonna Go Far, Kid, which was one of the first ones I listened to. And it was, they had had such longevity at that point, and they were still making cool sounding music like 10 or 15 years later after, you know, coming onto the scene. And I always respected that out of them. They came with like Simple Plan last year, which was really weird, right? What? That's what I mean. It's like it's so random, right? It's such a random <laughs> pairing to have together. Why? Why would that happen? It, it was it was so odd, but um, yeah. If they ever had like a full show where it was like, oh, we're touring our greatest hits or something, I would in a heartbeat. heartbeat. I was 
absolutely go to it. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a very good one. Yeah, that's a, that's another one that's kind of around wrestling a little bit. You get exposed to some like harder rock when you do that. Yeah, was the wrestling. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of actually, I took a lot. A lot of my musical taste stems from like like wrestling, wrestling, and. And uh, superhero movies. What the? What the? And hell it, just, was, it just spreads out from there. When I was watching uh, Iron Claw the other day, it, it it made me realize, oh yeah, wrestling kids are all the same, no matter where you go. Pretty much. Um, there, Michael uh, Von Erich is putting on. Oh, what is it? Is it Rush or Van Halen? What, whatever song they used to come out to. It's the uh, but. It shows uh, Carrie like working out in the garage, and he sits up listening to it. And they cut to the next scene, and uh, that they're walking out as a tag team to that song. Oh, really? And I was like, "Oh, this is cool." So I I want to say it's a Rush song. I can't freaking remember. Rush though. is another good one too. Yeah, I I can't remember what it is. I'll have to find it and send it later because I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, if please I do speak the wrong thing into existence. But um, yeah, Offspring would definitely be one that I add to my list. All right, all right, great You're- choice. Thank you, sir. Um, we are on to number seven. Seven. Correct. I think it's seven if I'm counting. My, yes, I, I think so, so too. When I list mine, I kind of put them out of order, and then I just pick Me too. from there. Yeah. One. <laughs> we both have the same Ten, problem with that. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, number seven. Seven. Right. All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with another one that was big for me in uh, middle school. And early high school, and uh, I like their. They could do. They can go slow. They can go fast. Uh, a little bit higher pace. They have a good blend of of music and and, and pacing. Uh, I'm gonna go with Lifehouse for Ooh, my number seven. Fun one, which is a very very good one. Um, I listen to frequently. Um, I first I I had always known Hanging by by a Moment, which is one of the songs on my list. Kind of always knew about it, but I didn't know who did it. And then I got into like eighth grade, and they released a song called "You and Me," which is a lot, just really slow, and and kind of just like this. Uh, it's an emotional filled one, and I fell in love with this song. Like that kind of hooked me. Then I was like, "All right, let's go look back and see what life on." Oh shit, hanging by a moment when I'm downloading, you know, countless files of music mm-hmm. through LimeWire on my computer. Uh, we never did that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, that poor computer. My dad had to take it to the computer shop. So many I think times. I did the same thing to my mom's. I'm sorry. There's like this place in Lewiston where he had to. Uh, they went and f- he went in and fixed it and figured it out. But um, yeah, uh, so there's that one. So you and me, uh, hang by a moment. And there was one released in when I was in high school called First Time. I love that song. And it's got a fun beat. The music video is really really cool. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I remember it, they're yeah. playing. It's it's everything's kind of like white aesthetic. Like it's a, you know white everywhere. They're wearing white clothes, and the harder that they play the music, red starts you know coming through. And it's it. I, I thought the I thought the visuals on that video were really really cool. I uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a nice it's a nice time. I haven't heard too much new Lifehouse. I don't know if what's their most recent album is. Um, if they've even had anything recently since I was in high school, I mean, they may have. I'm looking at their discography now. Actually, some some of these bands they get big and then they kind of like they just they're around. They still make music, but they never get attention. It's weird. They their last album was in 2015, so it's almost been like 10 years or so Jesus. since they released something. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. But yeah, they've been around for a little while. Love Lifehouse. Um, would definitely love to to hear you know 
be a part of any of those songs. Hanging Out by a Moment was just such a great. Oh God, I love that song. It's that's one of those ones that like just will take me back to an era where I was like, that was big. How you remind me by Nickelback was also like yes. huge. Another one like that. That was the thing. so Nickelback got so much hate from the internet for a while. They were one of those weird victims of the internet why. where everybody decided to hate them. There is no way when you hear that song that you're like, ah, this is this is good. Like, the, and like everybody gets that reaction where you're like just singing it after a while. Yeah, they, they used to make um, they used to have like these compilation CDs. I was watching like Cartoon Network or whatever during the summers, and I'm like, oh, Buzz Ballads, and then or something like that. It was <laughs> yeah. Buzz Ballads, and and Hanging by a Moment was on there. It was one of those just iconic songs of the late '90s. Uh, early, I think it was late '90s, early 2000s. It was just, um, yes, yeah, I don't, I don't get the Nickelback hate at all. I, I don't. I either. feel like it's more so just people following what other people say. Yes, I love Nickelback. That was one of the first concerts I ever went to, and it was a fun time. Um, I don't get it. I don't, I don't either. They, they, they did. Uh, I was very excited because they sang. Uh, he sang "Hero" from the first Spider-Man. Movie. Oh yeah. Which I you cannot find. You only have to, you can only watch it on YouTube now. It's like they don't so have it on weird, Apple right? Music. I don't know why it's like not on there. But really, they have it on Spotify, which is do they? So they it must it's be so weird. So it must be like licensing issues yeah. or something like that. Sometimes they'll do that for the weirdest reasons. Um, yeah, Lifehouse is a really good choice on that list. I um, they do the song Blind that I always really liked. Um, and then one of their newer song they have this song called From Where You Are. Um, that they released in 2010, and I really like that song too. Hmm. That sounds familiar. That's more. That's another one where it's like uh, the you and me style of like almost like a like more of a ballad or like a love song from them, and it's it's very good. They've always had a really really good sound to them. Absolutely. That's probably one I'd go see too if they were in the area. Um, very nice, Matt. I love that. Thank you. Uh, my next one. Hmm. Who do I have living still on this list too? That I have <laughs> a good chance. Um, I'm I'm going to put them here because recently, um, this group's got a lot of it had a lot of rumors of possibly coming back and touring at some point. So I, um, on top of loving hip hop and like rock and all these different things, I was raised in an era of pop music that was absolutely unbeatable, and it was a new era of pop music. Um, <laughs> So this band is always going to be near and dear to my heart. It is the group in sync. Uh, ah, yes, absolutely. Everybody has in sync. Backstreet Boys, in sync. Listen, they're both good. But if you if gone to my head, if I have to pick one, it's in sync. Like I just love their harmony so much better. I thought every song they did was like always a hit. As off the first two albums, the third album, it I had the first one. I think my sister had the second one. Once Justin left, they fell apart. Where Backstreet Boys, they kind of like. They like went away, and then they kind of came back, and they had some good songs. Too. Yeah, but I know. NSYNC was trying to come back last year, two years ago, and then Justin got like canceled for some some oh the Britney stuff, the Britney thing. Yeah, and, yeah but dude, I, oh shit, I unplugged her headphones. Um, I would absolutely love to see uh, right and and sync. It's uh, 
It was one of those OGs, man. It's one of those OG ones, and they, like, I know they wouldn't be the same. Like, Joey Fatone is, like, huge compared to, like, they're not these young guys doing the same dance moves that they used to or whatever. But even them doing the new song for the Trolls movie recently, like, yeah. that was a good in-sync song. Like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, do we do a comeback or whatever? I'm like, please, just come back and do one tour. Um, on the tour, I would like to see them do uh, Bye Bye Bye. It's going to be me uh, because both of those are just it's the best two, one-two punch to open an album ever. Um, and then uh, sentimentally, I want to see them do God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You. That's a good I one. I love that song, too. I like all those. I would have to add Tearing Up My Heart. I think that one was oh, awesome. so good. Yeah, that's, a, that's another one that would have to be on my list. Um, yeah, but if they ever did a comeback, please, please, for the love of God, do a comeback at some point, sometime. Um, I would love to see NSYNC live. Justin will uncancel you. We allow it just for just for a tour, and then after that, you can be canceled again. <laughs> and it's like I understand he did some bad stuff, but like, doesn't everybody get canceled at some point? No, <sighs> we all do. I just, guess it just like it's becomes some... a rite of passage. I feel like at some point <laughs> to like just cancel people for whatever. I feel like it's the end thing to do. Um, I don't know. It's that's a whole conversation. Yeah, but yeah, Jesus, was... man. Everybody, everybody who nobody's perfect. Some no. people do things far worse than others, and you know, and and whatever. But you're gonna cancel them for something twenty years ago, right? It's like, like, man, what are we doing? <laughs> We're past that. You should have done something about it. At the yes, time. I don't understand. I agree. Cosby's a different situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But he, what he did was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on from that, uh, we are on to our number six of musical artists we want to see live. Great. Uh, number six. Great choice, by the way. Thank you. Uh, my number six, this one will never, ever happen. Actually, most of the ones that I have left on my list will probably never, ever happen. Uh, I'm going to go with the Beatles here. Nice. I'm going to go with the Beatles here. Uh I first discovered the Beatles. I took a really cool class in eighth grade. Well, I'd always been aware of them, but when I got really big into the Beatles, um, we did a music history class. I think I mentioned it before. Um, and we, you know, talking about the 60s and just how incredible they were, right? You got Elvis. Elvis is more 50s, but he did have some, you know, stuff in the 60s. Um, but the Beatles were like everything. Like that was Britain's answer to to Elvis Presley's superstardom. These four young kids who dress in fun, like fun get-ups, right? Fun colors. They got this perfect hair. These baby faces, and they can play music really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I think do they do movies? I don't know if they did. Well, I think they did a movie on like like a concert, a specific concert or something. But the Beatles were. Awesome, awesome, awesome! I would love, like, I love seeing the posters, the artwork, and it's kind of fun to watch how quickly they grew over the years too. Like, I remember, you know, they started getting a little older, they started growing facial hair, and that's kind of when the end started happening. They were growing up out of this boy, yeah, this boy gimmick. But man, I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see if they ever came close to to Western New York. I'd be very curious. I don't know. I want to say. I feel like most places, most bands do. Yeah. And I mean, like, they definitely hit New York at some point. So that's like... Oh, the Big Apple. Absolutely. Yeah, like they, I know they did Shea. I don't know. 
Did they ever do Canada? Probably would do Toronto. Probably, Probably would, would have do done something Toronto. like that. A bigger city like that. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I'd be curious to actually. Yeah, know it might that. be a cool poster or something uh, from it. Nice ticket stub. Uh, but the Beatles are, you know, just so famous. Uh, two two of the members dead now. Um, you know, d- deceased. I think it's just Paul McCartney and is it Ring? Is it Ringo? Paul and Ringo are the Paul and Ringo left. are the only two left, and it's like. Uh, it's it's pretty wild. If they would, you know, I know there was some animosity towards the end of each other's lives, but man, how cool to re- a reunion tour for the Beatles! Oh my god, that would have been so cool. It would have done so well, so well. Uh, but yeah, to see them in their prime, the three Beatles songs that I would love to hear um, want want to hold your hand, which is the one that I really caught my you know caught my attention. Love listening to it. Uh, Here comes the sun, which is which is a nice one. It's kind of a got a nice sentimental feeling to. I kind of look at it as a hey, you know, there's you're going through dark times, but hey, there's there's better days ahead. That's the way I've always kind of viewed that song. And then twist and shout, which I loved. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's from it's in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think it is, and it's a it's a really good one. So, but the Beatles have. Tons and tons of hits, and uh, I would have loved to see them in their prime uh, together. Yeah, that would have been an unbelievable show. That's one of those legendary bands that you're like, oh, like to see them and to to meet someone who has seen yeah. like those people. It's like, oh my god, seriously, what was it like? Like that's that's a thing that you know it, it is so unique now. Like nobody has that experience anymore. Ooh. You're lucky if you see like Paul or Ringo. Right. Like, yeah, Paul just stays to himself a little. I actually haven't seen a whole lot of Ringo in a while, too. I feel like he did an appearance like on TV years ago. Actually, I think Paul and Ringo did do something years ago together. It was just the two of them. It was some special televised concert, and they it was it was pretty cool to see it. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what I saw. But, um, yeah, the Beatles uh, are easily number six. Um, could be, you know, definitely... Interchangeable, some of my top five as well. Mm-hmm. Fair, yeah, very good. I absolutely love that choice. Thank you. Um, this is weirdly my only female entry on this list. Um, not for any particular reason either. Like, uh, there were so many that just cycled through. Um, Amy Winehouse was one that just missed yes. my list. Adele is one that just missed my list. We we looked at because uh, she's playing a residency in Vegas, and when we were there. Um, Julie's like, I want to try and, uh, I want to try and see Adele. I want to see, I wonder what it would be like even trying to see Adele. And I'm like, babe, we're not going to be able to see Adele while we're out here. It's probably been booked for months or whatever. So we were at Caesars and she just walks up to this one guy selling tickets. She's like, do you know how you would get Adele tickets? Like doing that? He was like, he was like, they've probably been sold out for months. And he's like, the cheapest ones I know of are like $3,000. Like, ooh, yeah, we're not Jesus. doing that. No way, no way. Um, but, yeah, she she's probably one who will be around, so I, I feel like I'll still have that chance. Um, one that is that has kind of been in and out, and she was here earlier this year, but without the rest of the group, um, is Fleetwood Mac that I would absolutely oh, love to see. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Um I love Fleetwood's music. 
they they're just their style is just so unique. It's good vibe um, music. It's, a, it's beautiful vibe. Um, I understand they're not the same people anymore, but Stevie Nicks is a legend, and I would absolutely love to see like the whole band, like all the original people that they had. Um, I think my mom saw her once and said she was like high as a kite at the concert. Not my mom. Oh, uh, I was going to say, not your. There's no way your mom. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, not unless I like slip or something. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but I, I would. That would be a group that you know they have nothing but hits on hits on hits. And they're so definitive of their era of music that I, I feel like it would be one that I would have to say. They've come to this area a couple of times. Tickets have been so expensive. Oh, I'm sure. So that's one that I would have to save for, but I think it would definitely be worth it as a show. Um, the songs that I would love to see from them live are Landslide, of course. Yeah. Um, Steve has a story of seeing them. And some drunk guy falling down the stairs as they were playing that song, <laughs> which I think was like that guy really went the extra mile for it, uh, for sure. Um, <laughs> Dreams, because Dreams is one of their most iconic songs ever. And Everywhere is another one of my favorite ones that yeah. I would love to see them do. So Fleetwood comes in at my number six. That's a good one. When my grandmother passed away, I got I took a lot of CDs that she had. Available and Fleetwood Mac was, uh, Jesus talk uh, was one of them. I remember this green CD case. I forgot it was a specific one, but it had the chain. I love the chain from Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah, yeah, which is a really good one. And they found a way to use it in Guardians of the Galaxy two, which is a big plus. So good. They, the Guardians of the Galaxy two they did it for the fight between Star Lord and uh, and Ego. Mm-hmm. At the end, when he turned into fucking Pac-Man, it was so good. That was so cool. Uh, so funny. But yeah, Fleetwood Mac, I love to listen to. It's so relaxing. Even like the chain, which is like a little bit more higher paced for them, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, you know, it's going to get like a decent, like it's not too crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's just right. So yeah, love Fleetwood Mac. I think that is a great choice. Thank you, sir. And just like that, we are on to our top Five as far as concerts or bands we'd like to see live. Matt, number five. Okay, my number five, I'm going to put... I'm going to put Billy Joel here. Oh, nice. And now, I have technically heard Billy Joel live once, but I was not attending the concert. Back in the early 2010s, Hard Rock Cafe was doing concerts on Old Fall Street. Mm. I was working in parking lots, you know, trying to get people in to park, and I happened to be there at night when this concert was going on, and it was uh, it was really cool for me to see. Um, well, to listen, I didn't get to see him, but Billy Joel is is amazing. He has a very good discography, um, and just I mean, just some of the most some of the most iconic you know songs and uh, just uh, the th- first of all, the Piano Man, which is one of the songs I love to hear live. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known that one forever. That's that's an that's an OG. Um, you know, any classic rock station like on the radio back in the day before MP3 players and shit like that. They Piano Man was one of the songs they'd always hype up or they they'd always play. Um, Uptown Girl, which is a really good, another good one. Um, you know, I just I, I love the music video for that. It's like in a car shot. Like they're you got like mechanics clothes on. It's it's really neat. And then it's still rock and roll to me, uh, which which was really neat too. I do, if I'm not mistaken, he does. Uh, we didn't start the fire, right? Yeah, yeah. So we covered that in 
11th grade history class. Everybody got a certain part, and we had to do research on it. Oh, that's cool. See, so we listened to it over and over again, and we got a certain like <clears throat> verse, and we had to research it and break it down, which is really cool. Um, our teacher that year was was you know he was really awesome, big, uh, big, big, big into music. But yeah, Billy Joel's tremendous. Uh, I. Don't know if he still does concerts. I doubt his voice is even remotely the same. He came to New Era like I think two or three years ago. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I, I I remember fa- put the Facebook post about wanting to go see it but hating concerts, so I didn't go see it. Yeah, and that's one that's gonna I'm gonna regret probably for uh, you know for a long time. So um, so yeah, Billy Joel is there, and there's so many other hits too. But yeah, he just he has a lot of Fun song again. Fun songs to sing along to. Iconic choruses, um, you know that everybody knows the words to. You could pop it in at a bar, uh, you know, some dive, and people will be singing along to it. And I think that's the one of the coolest things, and what's what what makes you know to, to be able to hear it live something special. So Billy Joel, number five, absolutely. The, this actually piggybacks well because at one point they toured together. Um, but Elton John's number five on my list. Um, He's coming up on mine. Is he? I, I love Elton John. Um. I, I absolutely love Elton John. I think it's one of the most iconic performers of our generation. Did you see the movie? Um, yeah. Rocket Man? Yeah, I really What did you think of it? it? You I liked th- it? I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I very much enjoyed it. I thought, um, it I Edgar, can't remember. Edgar. It, uh, it, it's like, it, it's something like that, but it's like Eaglin or something like yes. that. Yes. Uh, but he's he's very good yes, as he is. Elton. Um, yeah, at one point, uh, the two of them... Him and Billy Joel toured together, um, which is such a cool show. I know my mom saw that show live. Jealous. Um, That would have been such an amazing concert to go see. Uh, But he has just some of the biggest hits ever when it comes to oldies, new generation, things that are still being imitated and sampled to this day. I love Elton as a person. Um, Everything he's been through is just kind of insane as a person. Like, just he's gone through so much shit. Um, but he's paved the way for artists too that you know just need a chance to do something. Um, I you know I'm a massive Eminem fan, and at the Grammys yeah. after uh, the Marshall Mathers LP got released, there was tons of um, criticism and hate going around for him because of um, his use of certain words within his lyrics and how they were um, described as like homophobic, which. He's he's truly not. It's just like his lyricism and the things he. It was very like horrorcore too when he first started. So he was saying a lot of things for shock value. Yes. Um. But Elton performed with him at the Grammys and was like standing up like with him the whole time. As far as like, yeah, no, he's not this person. Like, this is not who it is. Um. He's been supporting Eminem sobriety for years and years and years. So he's um in a good place when it comes to that. Uh, in 2012 or 13 at the Grammys, um, there was an artist who wanted to perform who they were like, and eh, we, we could let this guy on, I guess he's good enough, but, um, he doesn't have enough name. Like we, we don't, it, we don't, uh, want to put him on if he doesn't have a name. And Elton raised his hand and was like, I'll perform with him. I like him. Like, let's let's give him a spot, like, if that's what it means. Yeah. That person is Ed Sheeran. They weren't going to let Ed Sheeran perform 18 that's on the Grammys. That's crazy in hindsight. And 
uh, Elton John said, no, this kid's really good. We're go- I'm going to do it with him. And That's they right. perform a wonderful version of that song together. Yeah. Um, Elton just stands for everything good in this industry. Three songs out of the, the millions I'd like to see him do. So many hits. If I had to narrow it down to three, um, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is obviously going to be on there. It's one of my favorite song ever by him. Daniel, because, duh. Of course, like I, That's I, your anthem. I it's made have, for you. everybody sings that to me. I've sung it my entire life. Like that is the one I would love to see. And then I'm still standing. Is is just one of the most iconic songs he's ever done. As that well. is a great one. Um, and I know we're gonna have more to say about him. But Elton John comes in at my number five. Great choice. Yeah, I got him a little bit higher. Um, but yeah, I absolutely adore Elton John and his. His music. I mean, I've been listening to it for forever since I was a kid. I got you know the connection with the Lion King, and then you just hear everything else. Um, you know, every other you know aspect of his music. I'm like, God damn! Mm-hmm. Like this this library. His, his music is so good. Oh, he has one of the best, greatest hits like albums you can ever do. Like his is not, again not a bad song on there. Love yeah. his performance. I wish I. Obviously, you know, like I said, he's on the list. Wish I could have gotten to see him live. I, I don't think he'll ever do tour again. I don't know what his, his deal is, but I think he did his last tour like a couple of years ago, and he's maybe in Vegas now or was doing a residency yeah. in Vegas, something like that. Yeah. That might have ended. Maybe that's when Steve saw him when he did the Vegas residency. I think it was that. Okay. I don't know. I think me and his minds like just meld as one. <laughs> so I don't you guys know. have some fun concert stories. Right. Um. All right, we are on to number four. Number four for me is going to be uh, the Beastie Boys. Oh, that's a this great one. one. Yeah, they're high energy, like a different style. Like my dad's, like yeah, this is rap. Like this is this is rap. I'm like this isn't Fifty Cent or you know Eminem or anything. No, this is like a. It's like it's rap. It's rap too. And I guess I never thought about it, but in a, in a weird way, it's like a rap, like a hip hop kind of rock combo. I don't, I'm not even sure what to describe. But their sound is so unique. Uh, but the Beastie Boys have been a part of you know some some again some great anthem songs. Um, my he bought my dad bought the Greatest Hits album in uh, early two thousands. They're solid goal hits, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it was it was great. It changed my life. Um, I used to borrow it with my old CD player, just take it to school, and and so pumped up. And now I, you know, I listen to their stuff very frequently. Um, hard to pick, hard to pick. You know, three narrow down to three good ones. But the Beastie Boys have a very fun sound. Um, I'm gonna go. Intergalactic is probably my favorite one. Attaboy. That was that whole beat. The, the the lyrics to it was awesome, and I would love to just soak that in live. So um, Fight for your right, obviously, like that's a great one. I, you know, the music video is tremendous, and and it's it's been a uh, a big time anthem. Travis Kelsey ruined it for me a little bit, though, so that's why it's not the top one. Um, God, I hate him so much now. I, I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, and then No Sleep Till Brooklyn, which is a good one. So they have good. a lot. Of, are the Beastie Boys on your list at all? No, okay. they're not. They have Funky Monkey. They got Sabotage. They have so many good ones. I love No Sleep Till Brooklyn. It moved on my list because of Guardians 3. 
and the they the last big fight they do a hallway fight scene where it's them versus all these these freaky monsters put together, and it is so cool, and it's all I think. Oh, it's just a such a badass scene, and it helped it. And I'm just like, man, that'd be cool. And plus, you know what? I used to like uh, Nunzio. Uh, from yeah. wrestling, and his his song, his entrance theme was basically was based off this. It was like a boring instrumental version of No Sleep to Brooklyn. Basically, so, um, Kevin mashed it up the one time when he was still kayfabe mashups. Did he? Mm-hmm. He did that, and then I always think of um, the song "So What You Want." Um, at one point, Kev mashed that up with Brian Kendrick's theme when Kendrick was in uh, WWE. Oh, that's cool. And Kendrick went to the Indies and used it. Really? I asked his indie theme for a while. Wow. Like, I've got a video where someone was like, hey, they're, use- they're using your thing, or he's using your thing right now. That's so cool. Isn't that sick? <laughs> BC Boys are, so, um, it, having the Eminem influence, Yeah, I when he came up, I would be like, okay, who does he reference in, like, all of his stuff? And Beastie Boys are one of his biggest influences. Like, he always talks about... I didn't know that. He talks about Beastie Boys. He talks about LL, Big Daddy Kane, like, all these, like, these guys who really made, you know, the lyricism and, like, the flows and things really prominent. And, like, so after he said that, I was like, well, I got to, you know, see what they're about now. And I went through all their their stuff afterwards. They're very good. They're so good. I'm surprised I didn't think of that one for this list, but I have one that's kind of like similar. Do you? Okay. Sim- similar-ish, yeah. You'll okay. see. Um, yeah, very, very good. I absolutely love that. Um, my number four, I'm bummed I'll never see this band because they, they would. J- this would just be such a good concert. Um, it's System of a Down. I yep. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love System of a Down. I think that um, Serge, who's um, their lead singer, is one of the um, most interesting people as far as, like, writing, creating different music. Like, their sound was just so damn unique when it came down to it. And some of their albums are absolutely flawless. Their transitions into other songs are very, very good. Um, they they would just be such a fun. Co- I don't know who they would even come with at points because there are so many people that could just bring their energy like to the same level. I feel like, but man, I I would I would kill for them to tour one more time so I could just go to one of their shows. Yeah. Um, if I had to narrow down three, <sighs> BYOB would be one of them. I weirdly love that song. It's not like one of their most famous, but. They just they layer it so well, and it's such an interesting listen when you listen to that one. Um, Toxicity, yep, which is just an incredible song, one of the best drum lines of all time in that song. Um, and then Aerials, I also love uh, from that same album. Um, System of a Down would absolutely be a dream concert of mine. Man, I completely forgot about that. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I can't believe I completely forgot about them. Yeah, they got some bangers, man. And, like, I, I, I just feel like they would do a show so well. Yeah. So, like, I feel like they would just know how to get the crowd as into it as possible. I I completely forgot about that. <laughs> That's crazy. Because they were a big part of high... Like, people used to, we used to listen to music to warm up for wrestling practice or wrestling meets and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. They're great. 
Um, it, it, Chop Suey like just missed that list too. But like, how could you not? Like, that's one of the most famous. Ones, it would have yeah. to be a staple, so you know they're gonna play that at any time. But yeah. just they were incredible when it came down to just writing music, creating everything. Ah, oh, God, it would be such a good the one. Best. The best. The uh, best. All right, just like that, we're on to our top three. Matt, really? number three. Really got three? Holy shit. I yeah, we are. We are. I'm all going out of order, so it's throwing me off. Okay, my number three is uh is a very important group that, that they got me through high school and early part in college. Just listening to them, their music. I people shit on them being in the Super Bowl halftime show a couple years ago. And I'm just like, what is your issue? Like this is like it's like they were crapping on them and like they like they were with Nickelback. Coldplay. Yeah, I people people give them way too much hate. I feel I like I don't get it. It's it was good stuff, um, really good stuff. Coldplay had a very fun. It's kind of like a mellow. Um, it's hard to describe. They got just some really good, and their music videos were great too. Um, that's probably what I most remember because growing up, uh, I used to tune in to VH1. Uh, their top ten video countdown, and I used to look for this video all the time, um, and it was uh, tremendous. But or, or some of their videos, but uh, two songs that actually I get them confused sometimes because they kind of sound similar. Speed of Sound, but that was the first one I ever I heard from song. them. And Clocks, Clock. I always get those two confused sometimes. It's weird. Um, and then uh, and then Viva La Vida, which is uh, which is a little really high, you know, higher pace one. I love the album art for that one. Me too. But. Uh, you and I being history people, we would enjoy oh, that all about that it. cover art. All about that cover art. And uh Rich Moranto, uh Mr. Moranto used to listen to it all the time too. He loved uh he really enjoyed Coldplay. Um at least that song. I remember him playing it a bunch in media class back in the day. So Do you know Lost from that album? Uh, I'd have to re listen to it. Them. I'd have to re listen to it. Lost is really, really good. Lost Violet Hill is an excellent song they do. They, their discography would probably be so good live. Yes, so good. Yes, yeah. That that's like a must see. That's a must see one for me. Like, because they're still going around, and I have to look up concert tickets. But I, that's one I would I would like to see. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, they're tremendous. That's tremendous. An excellent choice. Listen to them very very frequently and all throughout high school. <clears throat> and they were great. So yep, Coldplay number three. Very good. Very good. I absolutely love that. Um, these last three, I'm not going to have a chance of seeing the original groups together mm. together ever, and it kills me. But um, th- this is why they're towards the top, because I, would, I never will even touch seeing a concert like this. Um, my number three is going to be Nirvana. Um, yes, yes. Their, uh, their Smell Like Teen Spirit album, or Nevermind, I believe, is what it's called, right? Is it their first album? Yes, um, yep. yeah, with the Naked Baby. Yeah, Nevermind the pool, is yep. the name of it. Yep. I just think of Smells Like Teen Spirit every time I look at it because it's such an iconic song. Um, the first time I ever listened to that album, I was probably in seventh or eighth grade, and I I understood why they were so popular at their time because they just... They created that whole grunge sound and that whole grunge style that you heard from everybody in the 90s. And this yes. random band coming out of Seattle, like, it is 
creating this whole wave of music in the country. Do I think Kurt Cobain is like the the most gifted, talented writer artist alive? Probably not. He, if I had to make like a, a on a talent gauge, some of like the demos he does, I'm like I listen to, it, I'm like. Eh, this wasn't great. A part of him, he is great, but a part of him has been mythologized because of the, his whole his young death, and I think that's that's been the big, you know, that's how, you know, that's that's helped his case quite a bit. Mm. But he he is he is uh, you know he, he is a tremendous uh, musician. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, never I'll never get the chance to see the full original Foo Fighters. If I were to see them, is probably like the closest I'll come. Right, because with David Grohl, yeah, he was the drummer in Nirvana That's originally. Right. Yep. Um, so if I did go to a concert, though, the three I'd, I would absolutely kill to hear them play live are Heart Shaped Box, um, Smells Like Teen Spirit, of course. Yes, you, you have to have it. I don't care if it's their biggest hit or not. You have to hear it live from them. And then In Bloom, I've always loved. Um, yeah. The song that comes after that on the album. Yeah. So those are the three I'd see. Kills me that I'll never be able to see that full original group live, but Nirvana is my number three. Excellent choice, my friend. Excellent choice. Yeah. Nirvana is a good one. I, I distinctly remember that that album growing up. That was you know kind of my day. I was – he was young when, you know, he had me. So like – but so I, our music taste is pretty pretty – close mm. i mean i like a little bit of everything but he he was very much into that like them like hootie and the blowfish like he he had that whole a very 90s taste when it comes to music mm. um so yeah that's a great one thank you sir thank you uh, um all right on to our top two top two this is where i got uh the man the myth the legend elton john uh Excellent. is here for this one um <clears throat> yeah i seen the movie I'd always kind of heard his music, you know, again, I'd known it since The Lion King um, about him and, and all this stuff that pops up. And he had a cool sound. I, I absolutely adore anybody who can do does the piano. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like that's oh, – I, I can't really say that because playing any instrument well enough is is, is a skill. Um but I always loved the guy, the guys and girls who could do the piano and sing. It's such a unique talent to be able to do both. People don't realize the, that. Yeah, well, the, yeah. The thing is, they don't look like these people. That don't look, they just feel it out. They just feel out the piano, and they don't look. They're not looking at their hands. They're they're okay. We gotta, you know, I'm doing this. And then I gotta look at the crowd and sing my and keep singing. It's it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Um, uh, to kind of gather, but yes, I I adore Elton John's whole discography. Um. The three songs that I would love to have or love to see live, uh, Crocodile Rock is my favorite one. Oh, that's a great song. And if I was ever drunk enough to do karaoke, I would actually try to do that. Because I used to actually try and sing it in my car by myself. Uh, just it's, it's got such a fun... Like I try and get his whole like pitch and everything. Like that's that, that's a, a nice one. I like really like to sing along to because it's it's it, there's a lot of range in it. Uh, Tiny Dancer, which I loved. I was at a bar on the Niagara Falls Boulevard like ten years ago, and I was still wrestling. And I popped this song in on the jukebox, and the whole song, a whole bar started singing along to it. Like that's you mentioned so before, and I was like, this is this is this is this is this is adulthood. This is this is this is Pure bliss and joy, um, and of course, the, the you know the original one that I remember, you know the "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," mm-hmm. which his version is uh, is is the greatest of. So, um, so yeah, Elton John, 
is in my number two. I absolutely love that. Thank you. He would be so good to see live. Maybe maybe at some point he'll do like a final final farewell tour. And I would hope so. That. I still. I mean, I watching the movie and seeing like the, you know, all the get ups that he used to do was like you know he puts on a show for sure. Like legit, puts on a show. Like it's a, it's a lot more to, to guys like him. You know, Michael. Prince, a lot of these people, you weren't just coming to hear them play music. It was a whole show involved, and yeah. and and that's what I you know adore, and it's unfortunately what I you know miss out on. But 100%. yeah, would love to see it soon, or love to see it, you know, eventually, eventually for sure. Um, really, really good choice. My so my number two, most of the members are still alive of this group. There's one being gone that like it, it's kind of like a Nirvana case where there's there's one guy who I would absolutely want to see within this group and he's just not there. Talking about the Wu Tang Clan, this, <laughs> this is this is my BC Boys equivalent. Um, it's so like Staten Island is such a terrible place, but like the Wu Tang Clan came from it, so like thank God for that, Pete Davidson. But it came, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I uh I just absolutely loved their style, the way um they came up, just the all the DJs they had within their group of the producers. They were like the the people like um you know, the D12s that came after and like the Odd Futures and all these crazy or hip hop groups were all inspired in some way by the Wu-Tang Clan and like at the time, it was like them. They were beefing with like people like Bone Thugs, I believe, at the time too. They be- they beef with a lot of different people, and they just seem to be problematic. Uh, but for me, there is no there's no Wu Tang Clan without the old dirty bastard, and he's he's dead as shit. Unfortunately, um, I, I he is just one of the most mythical people in all of music. Where it's like. He was the unicorn of rap because of how weird he was and st- how unique his music still sounded. Um, it, it would seeing anything else without him in it would be so weird. Like I saw Three Six Mafia without Juicy J in it, and it's like oh, yeah. like the, the the first two the the founding member isn't here of this. It's just very different in those uh, scenarios. Um, the three songs I would love to see is Cream, of course. Uh, Cash Rules, Everything Around Me is one of the biggest lines in hip-hop. Um, Bring the Ruckus, I would love to see live. And uh, just if they did like an Enter the 36 Chambers, I, I would I would love to see them tour <laughs> that album. Um, and then Shimmy Shimmy Ya, yeah, because it's not necessarily a Wu-Tang song, but it's an ODB song, and he would have to do that if he's performing with the group. Uh, so those are my three, and Wu Tang Clan is my number two. Excellent choice. Yeah, Wu Tang Clan is uh, legendary to yes. say the least. Absolutely legendary. Um, I'm you know I remember their music early on. I remember them uh, in Chappelle show yeah. for the racial draft. <laughs> I think they I just watched that. that one recently. It's so good. I've been rewatching everything on. Uh, on that show, and yeah, the the Asian community selects them, as... <laughs> and they're all too Woo Tang, Woo Tang, Woo Tang is so good. It is so unbelievably good. <laughs> the black culture requests Eminem. Now you wait a goddamn minute, Rondell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, that was the best show. I miss Chappelle's show. I rewatched it all the time. Oh my god, <sighs> Jesus. It's incredible. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> Goodbye, fried rice, low fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Because it's like it's so funny. Because young Bill Burr's on that show too, with hair. And, and Isn't he, it wild? And he's like commentating with Chappelle, and he says something about like. The black delegation getting the first pick or something, and he's like, "That's the first time that's happened, right, Dave?" And Dave's like, "Man, fuck you!" And it just like casually keeps going. I I forget so about Bill good. Burr being on there. Very, it's it is so weird. To yeah, see him with hair. It, it's it's so bizarre that he's on that. Oh my god! Some of the stuff Chappelle touched on that show—it's like you cannot. The the first episode he would still do it, but he's yeah. the uh, the blind wizard of the KKK that's yeah. actually black. Yes, it's. I've been quoting it all week to Julian. <laughs> it's so it's so bad. It's uh, it's, just the it's crazy how much it it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I know that's why. Those that, that was that's the best why era, works. though. That's why it worked. That was the best era because you still like understood. Okay, this is a joke. Like he's making jokes out of this. This yeah. is not like he's not being like purposefully insensitive to people. But I digress. We could have a conversation about that all night. Uh, all right, on to our number one as far as dream concerts go. Matt, what is your number one concert? Okay, so my number one, I have. Adored since 2014. Um, I could have. I think there was opportunities to see the act, the band, you know, the kind of band together. But there are other opportunities to kind of see um, their music done in a play. And I am talking about Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I. Oh man, I would love to see them I, live. I, 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 Jersey Boys. My wife, we were dating at the time. She goes, "All right, we have a choice of movies: either Transformers, which I was like, eh, or Jersey Boys." And I'm like, oh, "Let's go see Jersey Boys. Let's go feel it out." He had no idea what it was, no idea the um, who it was about that it was a play, that it was a you know that there was music involved. And then I'm watching this movie, and slowly but surely, songs that I recognize from growing up are start playing. Yep. Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry, Walk Like a Man, and all these others. I'm like, wow. That, like, And I had to ask her, I'm like, is, is this, is this a, like, kind of a story about the real? They're like, yeah, this isn't just like thrown. I, I thought it was just pe- like thrown together songs for the sake of a play. That's what I thought it was. And then I come to find out that it's about Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Um God, their music is so good. It spans a couple different decades. They only had, I think, four or five years together as a unit. Then Frankie kind of went off and did his own thing. Yeah, um, His voice was absolutely amazing. Uh, so much range to it. And, uh, yeah, he, a couple years ago, he played, he, I think he played in Rochester. I think it was like 2019. He played, played in Rochester. And uh, I was like, oh, man. And he's so old now. I doubt I doubt he's doing anything, uh, anything really. If he is doing anything, maybe something in Vegas. But um, Sherry is one of the songs that I would love to hear. I would have loved to hear live. Um, 
December 1963, Oh, What a Night is mm-hmm. a really good one. They they utilized that one pretty well in the uh, in the Jersey Boys movie. They actually did, closed up the the thing with like a uh, like a montage. Yeah, where they're pulling everybody to you know to to uh, everybody that was in the movie came out and was part of this whole thing, and it was just so it was so well done. I actually prefer the Jersey Boys version to the actual version, which is so nice too, because if you know what I mean, you kind of have two two different things of it. Yeah, and then um, and then who loves you, uh, which is a really good one. I love that one because also that was that was a mont they, they kind of did before the actual ending. Uh, but it was when they were at the music the, the music awards. Um, they were getting inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh yeah! And they started off. They were all old, and they were doing it. You know who loves? And they and they flipped around, and they were young again. Just just for artistic, just for the purpose of our you know being artsy. And I was like, this is awesome, and it's a really really good song. Um, I bought their greatest hits album. You know, many years ago, when after I first seen the movie, it is uh, yeah. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons would have loved to see live. Um, even if they did do it now, I don't know if it, it probably wouldn't be the same. But it's probably just probably not. It that what they were America's answer to the Beatles, and um, I don't know, just from a just much different, a great music era. Mm-hmm. I love like the doo wop era, like the, that whole fifties kind of kind of scene, like that whole just. You know, clean cut, baby face, all in suits, uh, American Bandstand, like that, like th- that whole era of music, and uh, and yeah, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons is my number one. Excellent choice, thank you. Yeah, we have. I forget how similar our like deep cut taste is at sometimes because we we really have listened to a lot of the same backgrounds of stuff. I would love to see Frankie Valli in concert. Uh, that would be excellent. Voice of an angel. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Like, no one gave him the right. Like, what the hell? <laughs> he should not have been able to be that good. No. I absolutely love it. Thank you. Um, my number one, so I mentioned uh, the Eminem influence within, like, my life and within some of the things I listened to. And there were a lot of rappers he referenced as, like, uh, you know, the ones, like, everybody should sh- study and, uh, you know, really be familiar with and. And things like that. So in my research, um, when I finally got around to listening to this person, it just became rest of my life. I was locked in. Um, I'm talking about Tupac Shakur. Oh. Um, I Everybody has the Tupac and Biggie debate all the time. In my opinion, Tupac is infinitely better because he has more to work with. And his discography is so big, and he's still considered one of the best ever, whereas Biggie had two albums, and um, he he's re- those albums are really, really good, but you also don't have enough to work with after that. Right. He had two, and then he went. So you don't know if he would have had, like, four duds within the next couple he did. Yeah, the short, the like short amount of time was really good. Yep. Do, do I see that happening, like him having, like, flops of albums? No. But we don't know. Right. Like, we don't know when it comes to that. Eli is two rings. He is not considered one of the best quarterbacks, like, ever. He's considered True. one of the most clutch people in those situations to be able to do that. That's a great Tom comparison. Brady has, like, six rings. Yeah. He's considered as one of the best ever because consistently he always delivered when it came time to it. Yes. Um, 
but yeah, I, I that's the way I feel about him. I I think his upbringing is just crazy. Like the gang life and everything is insane. His whole story and his background is insane. The way he talked people like made music so people would stay away from that stuff is so crazy to me. Um, the fact that he still has like a million unreleased verses, like I don't know how many times they could put out new music from him before it runs out at this point. Like well, another damn. great Chappelle show segment. Yeah. Yeah, season three. You ever been to the club with that new sh- Tupac song comes out? <laughs> so good. Wrote the song a long time ago. They, <laughs> they, they. Uh, Chris Rock used to do this thing about how um, nobody cares when like rappers die or whatever. Like they don't, they don't look into it. They just let it go to the wayside. And Biggie, Jam Master J, and Tupac uh, were the three that he referenced. And he he said something about he's like, you know, what's hilarious. He's like. They still haven't figured it out, and Tupac puts out new music every year with a clue on who killed him. And these cops <laughs> won't even like it's it's so it's so well done. Didn't they just arrest it. somebody new not too long ago? Yeah, they it? did. Yeah, um, it, uh, yeah it, and that's the other thing too is like his murder went unsolved for so long. Even like Biggie's went unsolved for so long too. But I can just only imagine even getting that. Uh, that hologram at Coachella, just like the energy that that oh, gave yeah. with like a fake Tupac on stage, I can only imagine seeing one of his concerts live and in person. Um, if I had to pick three Tupac songs that I would love to see from him, it would be I'm not on Wu Tang Clan anymore. Um, <laughs> Ambitions is a rider. I've always loved that song. Um, Hail Mary. I, I think that's one of his best ever, and super dark. And um, if I die tonight is one of my favorite that he's done too. But he has he has a greatest hits discography that like if he played all of those, uh, you would die a happy person. If he yeah. played at least one of them off of there, like that's that's something legendary that he'd do. Um, two of America's Most Wanted was Snoop Dogg. If he ever like did, if they ever did like a West Coast thing, and he came oh, out man. and did that, ain't nobody gangster party. <laughs> that that would be it. Would burn the house down. Absolutely, it, a California Love Live with him would be unbelievable. Like That's just classic. yeah, uh, th- there are a million things you could do with him, and and it's a shame. Like it's a shame the world lost him so early because they truly lost one of the best writers ever. Yes. Um, but. He inspired so much, too, that it's like, yeah, it lives on, but, like, I, I would just love the real thing just once. Yeah. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, every, he never he's never escaped the, uh, you know, pop culture. Like, he's never been forgotten. No. Always rough. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith helps it out, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's trying to look at like him to keep <laughs> oh him relevant again. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Um, on that note, that is <laughs> that is our list for um, our top ten musical artists alive or dead that we would love to see. This was really fun. Yes, this is a really really good one. This was absolutely tremendous, Dan. I'm glad you picked this one to kind of close you know close up my tenure here. Um, for now, for now, for now. Yeah, I know you, and I know eventually you're going to have this list that you're like, this would be a fun one it. to do. And like, I'll, me and Brian will get a message from you like, hey. I know it's like it's so it's so weird because like I've been doing this for so long, and I like there's a part of me that's like relieved that I get to be away and kind of relax because again I it, I've made it my like lifestyle for the past uh, five years and yeah and a month or so, um, we're now like 
you know, am I am I going to be able to be able to be away from it for too long? You know, I, I'm going to attempt to make you know appearances here and there whenever I can. And yeah. trust me, my mind's always thinking about lists, so I'm going to I'm going to try and maybe sneak on a little bit here and there. But yeah, it's it's weird. Like I'm at I'm at peace. Like right now, I'm just like okay, I'm ready to to be to be done. Absolutely. Not that I again, not that I hate it, but all my life I've had hobbies i've had something i've always had to do something high school sports college sports photography pro wrestling this always something yeah and now i get to kind of you have can a chill life out a little bit for once yeah it's, it's you and you deserve that and this is what the trajectory of the show too with how it's been because you know it was on again off again a little bit yeah. at the beginning and then there was that summer where I was like, hey, I'm looking to get into something again. And it just Best came back. And then ever. it became a weekly thing. Like, yeah. it's, it stopped being seasonal. So you know that this is just going to, like, Eat Sleep List will never die in a sense. Because <laughs> it just, like, even when we try and kill it, it just Michael Myers itself and back. keeps, like, reviving. Yeah. But Brian and I are going to have a lot of fun with it. And I know hearing it, you'll get, you know, FOMO a little bit. Too. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm probably going to be making lists, you know, along two whatever you guys do just thinking about it and and stuff i'm excited i know he has a friends list idea uh friend right friends tv show list idea he was he, talking he's about. talking about that we're we're gonna do go with a different one for our first one together oh you did discuss it yeah Good. i i think if the plan hasn't changed by the time that this episode comes out we should be doing our top 10 um like greatest life experiences nice so that's a good one we're gonna start out with and like just talk about things that like have really meant a lot to us within our lives. Be good. It'd be a good way to kind of really get, um, you know, a grasp of, of Brian outside of the topics that we've had. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Awesome. And, and like that's going to be the fun thing too, is I get to know Brian more. Yes. through this, and yeah. uh, like we're already friends, but now we're going to be Tight. getting really close because of this too. Yeah. Um, and on top of that too, you know, you can't be away from ever because we have to establish our podcast family feud team. Yes. That we're like, we need to make that happen. At yes, some we point. do. If they ever start taping in the area or something <laughs> like that, like that's got to be a priority. That Absolutely, we handle. Uh, but yeah, thank you to everybody who tuned in and um, who made lists along with us. Um, until next time, from Matt and myself. Do you even list? Young to be